listening to Jam Squared. 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 Welcome, welcome, welcome back to another episode of Every Favorite Podcast. Jam Squared. Back in the building. We're still here and we're rolling. Yeah. We're here. We're striving. We're good, bro. Yeah, you already know. Oh, yeah? You already know. Right. You already know. Sounds good, brother. Sounds good, my guy. Yeah. So, what are we talking about? What are we talking about? Hmm. <laughs> Question of the day, man. It's a really interesting topic. Yeah. And as of recent, it's it's been really popular in the evangelical community. So since we're in Minnesota Orthodoxy, mm. we thought it would be interesting to uh, talk about this. So should you introduce the topic to them, brother? <laughs> All right. So there's a well-known, even before we even start, you already know, everybody has different opinions on different um leaders right and there's pastors that you can call good or bad there's pastors that people call fake or they call real right <laughs> and right now there's recently been from the beginning of the year a documentary about a leader or pastor in nigeria he passed away but um they released a documentary post homelessly about um, a pastor named tb joshua and it's not just about the good things, right? Because there's there's two sides of the coin, man. There's a lot of bad things that came out. Two sides of the coin. A lot. So. Yeah, that, that's uh, that's what it is. Oftentimes, people can see one side, and they think they know somebody. But this don't. documentary was from the perspective and and with live interviews from people who lived with him, were there with him for more than a decade. Yeah, literally. Yeah. So, over a decade. Yeah, it's it, it's it's really it's very very interesting, as Joyson said. Yeah. But interesting in what way, though? That's the question. Interesting in what way? See, when I think the issue is when the Bible is not enough for people, and they tend to seek more than what God has already revealed in His Word, it leads people to so much harm, error, and deception. Mm-hmm. And I think. That documentary that came out really portrayed that with the testimonies of the people mm. that didn't just live with uh, T.B. Joshua and partake in his ministry, but were heavily abused. And these are um, these are research fact. They didn't just came just speaking out of their neck, as some people say. You know, mm, right. um, yeah, like. I think in this episode we should really reflect as to what in the Christian community would define as um, biblical truth. Why is it necessary? And not just that, why the Bible warns us so much about false teaching and false prophecies, false prophets, and this type of stuff. And why people should be aware of these things and be heavily discerning. Because the truth is... There's some people that are masquerading themselves as people of God, but the truth is they aren't. So I guess even before we get deep into this, for me it's like whether or not the things that were said on these documentaries are true, 
the fact remains if this man was truly of God the fruit that came out of his ministry that is exposing the Christian community is a heavy indication that maybe God was not truly supporting his ministry because why would God allow his servant to be left a legacy of horrendous accusation Oftentimes people will, will say, well, you know, that's a part of ministry. Like people will always have something to say, but it's something to, to consider when so many people are making so many similar accusations regarding spiritual malpractice, spiritual witchcraft and, and different things and physical neglect, physical abuse in so many different ways, taking advantage of people separating them from their family so there's there's so much things like going down the line mm. and it's important to see that the community that god would put us into first of all it's not to take advantage of us it, and that's one of the things a lot of people will say that's what the church is about and it's very it's very disheartening because sometimes this is the representation of what a lot of people have about the church They'll see a documentary like this and they'll be like, you see, this is why I don't go to church. Because all you pastors are the same. All you church people are the same. And they take him and, and run with that narrative. But that's not what God intended it to be. When when he said that we should assemble together as believers, he didn't mean for it to be that shepherds and leaders should take advantage of people. And it's it's unfortunate, just like how there's a lot of people, as Jason mentioned, that are going to church for the wrong motives and that's why they it's easy for people to take advantage of you if you don't have the right motives or you're not there with a reason the right reason to be in church right to be in a, a, a church congregation of believers yeah. interesting but uh i guess even one thing i wanted to also kind of bring up to uh your attention is first of all Depending of your theological stance on spiritual gift and um, the supernatural, right? I think that will heavily influence your perspective on who this man was, the mm -hmm. documentary, right. and the consequences to the Christian community, right? Because exactly. we did briefly, not briefly, we just spoke about it a bit, and I think we should touch on it a little bit more. We talk about cessationism, cessationism. Continuationism versus cessationism. Serious yeah, word. It's a serious word. But if you're a cessationist, right? Mm. Nothing that happened with TB Joshua really matters to you. Exactly. It doesn't affect your. Because by definition, you don't even believe that you're prophets today. Right. So, so you. you wouldn't even have to listen to a prophet that may be a true or a false prophet. Mm -hmm. Which protects you in case this man is indeed a false prophet it's false yeah. if you're a continuationist that you believe that they're probably prophets and some people go as far as believe they're apostles today. Mm -hmm. so if you believe that you're vulnerable to be either under the leadership of a true man of God mm -hmm. that is indeed what he claimed he is right. or he's not now logically speaking if you're under the continuation side and you go to a church that believe that they have the spiritual gift that they claim they have. Mm. By logic and by definition, 
you're more vulnerable to deception. Yeah. And the fact is, when you watch the documentary, by the way, the name of the documentary is called Disciple. That's what it's called, right? Yeah, the Disciples. Yeah. And it's on. It's published by BBC, which is a. Uh, I think it's a uh, English channel. Yeah, British in, yeah. network. Exactly. But it's the African um, section, so it's BBC Africa. Okay. So based on region, they have different topics that they cover. Okay. Yeah. So these people, they investigated for two years with over 30 eyewitnesses mm. to this event that occurred. And people that, that spoke in this interview were people that were in ministry with him for decades. Yeah, yeah. In fact, his number two, mm. I forgot his name, the documentary. Yeah. He literally said he knew secrets about him that even some of the disciple in his let's say for what it is, mm. it was a cop. Yeah. They didn't even know. So that's how close this man was to him. Mm. And at some point they were even like threat like of life. Mm. That's, this yeah. how wild like honestly People that watch, I, I highly advise people to watch that documentary because mm. it truly shows the importance of being biblically discerning mm. and not be easily open to cult and deception. Right. Because some part of that documentary really shook me. Mm. Like, Which parts? Okay, there are many things that happened that were just absolutely bad. It's absolutely wrong. For instance, mm. there were. Um, sexual allegation mm. of rape. That's a serious topic. <laughs> like, and by the way, apparently, I don't know if this is true or what. Mm. All I know is BBC did two years of research for this. Mm. And people that were on that documentary without question, mm. they were indeed in his ministry. Because yeah. you can see pictures of when they were young and when they were he serving was, in his church. Yeah. So this that's, this is just an undead undeniable fact mm. and deep, even before they've some of them have even made videos about it from before too. exactly some yeah. people were even speaking against him before even like this documentary came out right. so whether or not you believe this statement and allegations are true the fact is these people were in ministry of this guy for over 10 years mm. and these are first of all these were young women some underage that were that, that claimed that they were raped mm. they were sexually assaulted yeah and physically abused mm -hmm. and apparently his own daughter mm. was more abused more than even anyone like that was in their camp that's horrible but the thing was from what they were saying it's not his biological yeah it's like his wife. yeah he got it from wedlock but still it, that's your child like mm. and it's like for me when i was watching that i was just like i was so saddened mm -hmm. because and I remember when I was younger, I used to see him on TV. And for yeah. some reason, something in Africa. No, that was here in Canada. I would see him play on TV because sometimes my parents would watch these like charismatic channels. Yeah. And I would see some of the quote unquote miracle he used to do. Which, by the way, <laughs> his number two in the in the uh, documentary said these were fake miracle well, that were stage managed. I guess. <laughs> if you watch yeah. the whole documentary, he literally mm. said that. Yeah. He said they would literally pick people. Mm to come and if they see like it was a condition that they can't fix mm. you're on the side or what they're gonna do it's something that can be fixed by medication mm. and then it, it will take months to heal mm. so as so they make it appear it's a miracle but what really happened is you just took your own medication yeah. and with the course of time you got healed that's not a miracle mm. in the bible in the especially in the book of acts one of the apostles were doing miracles it was instantaneous mm. 
the cripple at the gate wasn't saying, hmm, let me try walk a bit. This and then said, let me try walk. <laughs> Peter said, in the name of Jesus, rise up and walk. No, and he walked right away. He was fully healed. So for me, I see it as regardless of your theological position, you need to admit one thing. If you're on the continuation side, there's far much more repercussion to your theological camp more than it is. More than you think it is. Because think about it. A lot of people have TB Joshua legacy in the theology without even knowing. Mm. Even when it comes to some utterly unbiblical things. Yeah. One thing TB Joshua thought that's some charismatic I seen one I'm not gonna name names mm-hmm. on the YouTube scene. He thought that you can write in tongues. Mm. So forget speaking in tongues. Mm. Now this is about writing in tongues. Mark let me ask you one Mark let me ask you one simple question. Yes, sir, Just give me the chapter and the verse where we have anything remotely close to writing in tongues. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting too. I'll be waiting. I'll be waiting too, bro. TV Joshua taught his disciple or whoever he taught. Mm. And this, this is on YouTube. I've seen it. I've seen that it. you can write in tongues. Mm. And apparently people will go touch the table and we supposedly fall to the ground. Mm. Where is that in God's word? Genuine question. Because whether or not this is from God, one thing Paul said for sure in 1 Corinthians 4 verse 6, mm. he said, to not exceed what is written. Mm. Go beyond it. When you teach something that is not just anti-biblical or literally unbiblical, yeah. my friend, what are you doing? Because it's like, bro, it's one thing to teach something that's heretical. Yeah. It's one thing to twist God's word. Mm. It's another thing to add to God's word. Mm. When the Bible even said to not add to this word. That's right. All right, take away. You see, that, that's, that's so the thing. Well it's, it's very easy, especially as you mentioned about biblical integrity. It's very easy for people to extrapolate and take something and make it further than what it actually is for the sake of doing something that's new or something that is outside of the box and like even from what was mentioned before in the documentary um from what i had watched there were there were a lot of things that um the they mentioned that tb joshua had watched other ministers especially in america and it's kind of like it wasn't as exciting or as like built up right and he'd laugh at them and it's like one thing that even me as as where wherever i am in life i look at it as whatever you're doing if you're doing it for god it's not supposed to be a competition it's not supposed to mm. be from the wrong from the wrong place yeah in your heart because if you're doing something with a wrong motive it's very easy for you to have that desire to go to whatever means it takes so that you can build up that legacy you can build up that accreditation and that yeah. people can respect you more and more even when it's falsehood even if it's built on falsehood yeah right so you're willing to fake prophecies or fake miracles or fake things just so that people can say well this is happening and it's happening nowhere else in the world yeah you and, know? and i think one thing that we need to even take into consideration is if you're on a continuation camp and you're charismatic yeah. right mm-hmm. one thing I'm realizing is when people get to this debate of what a spiritual gift Mm. they lack 
a clear set definition of what a gift is. Mm-hmm. It's important to know. And by that, just kind of refer to a previous example of speaking in tongues and writing in tongues. Mm-hmm. If for the on the charismatic side, because most cessationists they believe, and rightly so, <laughs> they believe like speaking in tongues is a supernatural ability to speak in no human language you never learned before. Mm-hmm. But for the charismatic uh, Christian, they believe that. So okay, some of them outright denies it's a language. Some are open. It can be a known language, mm. but it can be anything else other than a known language. Mm. And by that standard, someone can speak in a language that is not like an actual known, like, yeah. you know, like language that you can supernaturally speak. Mm. And they can speak anything else outside of that, and right. that is defined as speaking tongues. Now, if that is your definition of what the gift is mm. then guess what you can open door to writing in tongues mm. because literally when you do scratches on a table on a board and that is supposedly writing in tongues then that comes from your definition of what it is to begin with right. because if it's not a known language then it can be anything anything at all so anything. if we have a, a defeat some sort of uh, definition issue guess what happens we can't come up with anything and and you see this this is where it gets from bad to worse in a lot of a lot of places you know because even when like kind of switching gears but I was even talking with somebody recently this week about it when there's ambiguity of definition then people can run with anything they want right and they'll say that that's true even if it's not true and when there's a definition of of clarity of what we're supposed to do not only with gifts but offices and callings yeah. and being obedient to the word of God then it's very easy for people to make excuses for leaders yeah under the guise of saying well this person or that person is helping others so I'll excuse their poor character or their poor behavior or their financial mismanagement or their sexual um, promiscuity whatever it is yeah and, and, and we look at it and, and just say well how comes nobody spoke up all these years? And it's like, go ahead, go ahead. No, but I was saying that these are questions that we really have to ask. Are we stand? Do we care more about the people that are leaders, or we care about where they're leading them to? If they're leading them to God, leading yeah. them to the Bible, leading them to the truth. And one thing also, like, it's important to realize is whether or not you believe in. Uh, the cessation of the gift or continuation of the gift mm. the fact is clear Jesus clearly said in Matthew 7 mm. that many will come to him on the day of judgment saying Lord Lord, Lord, Lord. have I not cast out demons in your name mm. did mighty works in your name everything and he will tell them I never knew you mm. depart from me you will practice lawlessness And some people try to say, oh, the lawlessness is just they were living in sin. No, it's way deeper than that. Sometimes your false miracles are some sort of lawlessness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is lawlessness because it's ultimately, if Christ never knew you, then he's not behind the miracle. That's it. That's it. And that's something people have to understand. Because the Holy Spirit doesn't authenticate error. And you see, this is even what the Bible says, like in the last days, there'll be people who practice false signs and wonders. Yeah. And you see when people are very sensitive they don't want to accept the truth for what the truth is. Yeah. There will be real, but the Bible says that there are people who will 
practice false signs and wonders. Yeah. And Paul clearly says, in the last days, many will not enter sound doctrine. And I think the issue is, when, as Christian, we strive away from God's word, mm-hmm. and we seek after signs. First of all, Jesus clearly says, a wicked generation will seek, for will seek after signs. Yeah. So if you're a Christian who lost after sign, mm-hmm. you may really well be fitting that, that description. My God. Check mark for that. And... What I want to say is this. When we strive away from the authority of God's word and we seek private, quote-unquote, revelation outside of what is already written and given to us, this is what happens. As soon as you open door for anything outside of scripture, as soon as you find your your satisfaction outside of God's word, ultimately, you open yourself to exceed what is written. Your opinions, which obviously will lead you to false teaching. And one thing I haven't realized is because you're striving away from some doctrine, Mm. when can you ever say truth is enough for me? That's it. You'll never say enough is enough. Because it can't be that we say, oh, God's word is the authority. And Paul literally says in 2 Timothy 3, verse 16, Mm. that the word of God is enough for portraying righteousness and to make the men of God complete so if we truly believe that God's word is complete and enough for us and David said your word is a lamp to my path and and, and a light right so it's like if that's true so why do you need something outside of that Mm. so you don't really believe that you see the the thing is oftentimes people we get so focused on how can my situation change and when you care so much about the situation, it's, it's, it's something that we have to actually look at as individuals. Nobody wants to suffer. But again, at what cost will you go to try to get an answer? Because there's a lot of things that were said and done that if you actually think about it, it was really manipulation. It was deceit. It was this. This is not the, the makings of being a Christ like leader. There, there was mentionings that the, the people that were leaders and that were following his disciples, they were sleep deprived. They would literally have to ask for permission yeah. to sleep. Think about that. You have to ask and write down on a, on a notebook. He had to sign the paper. And he had to sign for, for them, you to go to sleep. To, for them to sleep, for them to, they couldn't leave the building. They, they were under constant surveillance. They were given permission to get slapped and beat by other people. This is not Christ-like. It, it isn't. You have to understand that when people want to follow Christ or want to be a Christ-centered leader, you have to follow Christ. And yeah. even as Joyson said correctly, we're not to exceed what is written. What is written. But the Bible also says we're not supposed to take away from what's written either. It's true. And a lot of times people will go into error because they pick and choose certain things and take away certain things so that it can be more convenient to their system. But yeah. we we need to we need to get back to being Christ-centered believers because it really hurts my heart to to see even a spiritual witchcraft that was uttered and mentioned. That like, was so this, wild. If if, oh. if you're if if you're a Christian and you hear these type of things and you hear that a leader is doing these type of things to take advantage of people, this is this should be very alarming, very very alarming. Apparently, this man. He used to wear some sort of red blanket, then mm. goes some 
red room blanket. somewhere. Sound like Naruto, fam. Bro, I, I don't even know. Like, just what? And then apparently there was candles in the room mm. and like the pictures of other people. And then he would take some sort of knife and like poke through the pictures. Mm. I don't know. Like the description was just, it sounded like open witchcraft. Mm. Honestly, I think people should watch the documentary for themselves. It's a, it's a three part series. Mm. It's really informative. Hey yo, these are these are two years of research. Mm. It didn't come just to speak for fun. And think mm. about it, bro. People that take bring out this type of documentary, yo, their life can be at risk. You saw people running for they their were lives. running from their lives. Have to hide, change their identities, different things like that. Because you, you see, one thing that is very dangerous when people think about cults and look throughout history at any cults when there's if, if you leave, there's a threat on your life because yeah. they feel like this is the only way and you know too much. Yeah. And the question is, if this was from the Holy Spirit of God, mm. you really think mm. he's okay with you getting your life threatened by people that supposedly love you in Christ? Mm. And, and, and that's the thing. Even certain things where, where it came to a malpractice, even with the physical structure of the building. Oh, yeah. And, and you notice that... Was... that there's a lot of cover-ups. People are trying to pay you off so that you don't speak and say certain things. Yeah. You have to be very careful when people offer you money. That's one thing I'm learning 2024, even early this year. People will give you money and you're like, but you have to ask a question and ask them straight up, what is this for? Yeah. Why are you giving me this? Especially some of you women, you know. <laughs> no, for real. Because oh, you man. think somebody is giving you money because you're a nice person or they want to support you, they want to help you. But some money, when they give you money, it's literally like a silent contract that yeah. you're tied to do what I have to say now because I've, I've just silenced you. Yeah, literally. It's just, honestly, but you just warned of this in Matthew 24. Before he's coming back, there will be a rise of... False crisis Old heap And false, false Christ. prophets And and that's that's another thing That he mentioned too He said that Every 2,000 years There's a There's a God said Oh yeah That was God. so wild Spooky. This man literally said If this is true This man is an Arab blasphemer I don't care What theology camp you are And how much Like How much you love this man This guy said Every 2,000 years God sends like A new savior and apparently that was him You, you see <laughs> You see there, there's so much things Like even aside from Whatever Things people do As good works You have to question As a Christian And it comes back to Even the topic that we had As the final posing question Let's go back to even the, the first minister orthodoxy Topic that we had A couple weeks ago With another um, Pastor in America and remember what we were talking about with all of that and culture and the church. Yeah. If you haven't checked it out, go listen to that one as well. Because this literally correlates to it. You see, at the end, I said, it doesn't even matter because every couple of weeks, we're going to have to do another episode. There's going to be another one. Yeah. You know what I mean? And we're, we're looking at so much different things within this one documentary that is so alarming. Because I asked the question, how are we saved? And what are we saved from? And this this pastor, TV Joshua, they asked him, how is he saved? Because all throughout Lagos and Nigeria, there's no record of where he was going to church before that. 
yeah. or how he was where when he gave his life to the Lord. He said he gave his life to the Lord in his mother's womb. See, and so so what then is what then makes you saved? Because then babies with no recollection or no cognitive ability no understanding of sin, saved. no understanding of the gospel, no understanding of salvation, no understanding of hell Nothing. and heaven. Nothing. See. I guess this is the most important point I wanted to make mm-hmm. when I was saying um, if Christians strive away from God's word, they're in danger. Yeah. Because guess what? If God's word is truly enough mm-hmm. and you simply read First mm-hmm. Timothy 3, yeah. where Paul clearly lists mm-hmm. the clarification of an overseer, yeah. in which, by the way, two clarifications already dis- disqualify him. First, Paul clearly says he must not be a recent convert. Mm-hmm. So guess what, my friend? If you supposedly came to Christ from your mother's womb, I don't know how how recent that gets. And number two, Paul clearly says he must be above reproach. And guess what? You must be well thought of unbelievers. Mm. BBC is not a a Christian channel. It's not. And they take out a documentary where almost everything that was said in that documentary. Nothing positive. Not even one. Do not prove that this man was above reproach. In fact, he had a lot of things spooky. to get reproached for. Spooky, spooky, spooky. Things that could really have brought him to jail. Jail time. Serious jail time. And bro, what baffles me is the fact that apparently some, some of these women that were raped, they were getting aborted. In the church. In the church. How do you impregnate a woman? And then because you don't want people to know, you bought her in your church. In your church. And then you want me to believe that you're supposedly a man of God? It's, it's, it's really messed up. And this this is where we're at a lot of times to realize that a lot of people care more about their image than Jesus. Just simply put, because yeah. if you didn't care more about your image you take accountability and you're not doing these things in the first place you're not setting yourself up to do foolishness and have different women going up to your room that were underage again guys it's not about these people because again this man tb joshua is dead and gone but again whoever is listening evaluate your life the bible says let every man examine themselves whether you're in the faith faith. are you in the faith Really? Or are you just following somebody? Is your faith in a man? Because a lot of people watching this documentary, they're crushed. They're crushed. And the fact is, yeah, he was so popular in the charismatic community. And for me, it's like, if you truly believe that God's word is enough, before even that documentary came out, you will have seen this man Mm. does not in any shape or form meet any biblical qualification to be an overseer. That does not reflect, even aside from an overseer, you does not even reflect the lifestyle of Christ. She doesn't. You see what I mean? And this is the thing. If you care so much about somebody, even when they're in error, you'll defend them. You'll defend them to the grave. Yeah, and this is this is sad. And don't get it wrong. Everyone has a sinful nature. Mm. Everyone can sin. No one is debating that. Yeah. Some people try to justify that, say, oh, what he was doing because he was human. Mm. My friend, don't defend sin. Whether whether he was human or not, that's not the issue. The issue was Mm. he was in a position of leadership. Mm. You go to some churches, one ten of what he did is enough to disqualify him from being behind the pulpit. Simple. 
And these churches are the churches that will uphold God's word as the true authority mm. for everything they do. Because if you clearly read Paul's qualification to be an overseer, mm. which by the way, if you call yourself a prophet, then my friend, I don't know how much more overseeing you're doing more than that. Mm. If, you, if you call yourself a prophet and you're leading a massive audience mm. that call itself church, mm. you're subject to Paul's qualification to, to, to that role. Right. You, you clearly are, especially if you're in a position of leadership for souls for which you're going to give an account for as Paul, uh, Paul or whoever wrote Hebrews mm. clearly state in, in the text. Yeah. Overseers, leaders, people that are in position of leadership, they will give an account for the soul. That's why James said, not everyone yeah, should strive to, to be a teacher because you're going to have a stricter judgment. Yeah. So if Christian, you would really believe that God's word is enough, mm. we should start to live like it. That's, that's it. Because before you believe anyone or mm. anything you say, mm. you open the text. What does the text actually says? Right. And what is this man teaching me? Mm. Does what he does or what he teaches remotely resemble or is near anything that the text in the Bible actually says? Yeah, yeah. If he doesn't, I have no reason whatsoever to listen to him. And I don't care whatever name he gives himself. Mm. And that's for anybody. anybody. Yeah. But some people, unfortunately, whether in when they're like in deceptive cult, mm. they're so spiritually blinded that they have to get harmed mm. through the years of pain in order for one day, by God's grace, mm. they understand that they're being abused and this is not a place that the Holy Spirit called them to be in. Mm. And you know what brought these people into his cult? A lust for miracle. They're, because they're for, yeah. that's exactly what, how they started the documentary. Yeah, yeah. They were saying, they were watching these, uh, these videos of this church in Nigeria mm. and synagogue church synagogue, of and mm. people were supposedly uh, getting healed miraculously yeah. and this is what attracted them mm. and one thing is apparently I don't know if this is true I'm assuming it is because of the way the men explained it apparently he, he had a preference for white people because he <laughs> wanted to take revenge on them hey. <laughs> because of slavery <laughs> I was like <laughs> how as a minister of God this is even a thought in your mind mm. You want a certain ethnic group My Lord. in your ministry so you can hate them back because of what they did to your ancestors. Are you truly serving the Lord or serving yourself? Pepper them. Pepper them. Pepper them. The motive is wrong. Mm-hmm. The theology is wrong. Everything. The miracles are not authenticated by the Holy Spirit. There's absolutely no evidence of that. The fruit of the life. Mm, the fruit of the life is not remotely close to anything that we can look at as a Christian as a Christian community and say, well, this was a true man of God that we need to revere. You see, the people will so look at like, the outside and be like, oh, he's giving away food though. He's such a generous and a humble person on the outside. Well, guess what? Okay. Satan is an angel of light. <laughs> he doesn't come with a big fork saying, hey, hey, I will deceive and kill you. I'm ready to steal, kill, destroy. It's not like that. He will tell you, look at the fruit. Look how beautiful it looks. Hey, eat. Eat. Eat, eat. You shall certainly, you won't die. You won't, no. You won't. It's a lie. It's a lie. It's good for you. It's good for your health. Uh, a lot of protein. It's so sad. For Like, when I was watching that documentary, I was just like, this is truly disheartening. Lord have mercy. For because real. for me, it's like, before even, this documentary came out. Mm. I've seen that guy on TV before. Something in my spirit was off. That's right. I mentioned that as I, well. I was watching his supposed casting out demons, mm. which, by the way, is a whole theological 
controversy of itself. Mm. Why believing that Christian can have demons? Mm. My friend, it's either you're indwelled by the Holy Spirit or you're not. You're not he who is in us is greater than he who's where in the, in the world. Not he who is in, in us in us and the other person that is also in you. That's mm. not what the text says. And Paul clearly says in, in Colossians 3, he delivered us from what? From the world of dark, darkness. From darkness. Mm-hmm. So Christian having demons is a popular theology nowadays, but the fact is it's absolutely hard to defend that biblically. Like I've, I've watched a certain debate about it. <laughs> I've done my research. It's such a fallible theological position in so many ways. Mm. So for me, it's just like even outside of that, he so he supposedly casting out many demons out of people, mm. supposedly doing all these healings. And this is what attracts people. So this is why theology matter. Because as soon as you open yourself to this idea that this man can be a true prophet, mm. be, because you believe that they are prophets or whatever, of course you open yourself to deception. Mm. And now you're going to say, well, I have to discern. So how do you discern? Mm. Then you're going to say, by the Bible. Okay, so if the Bible is true, so why do you need him to be a prophet for you anyway? Mm. Question. Question Because mark. the very book by which you claim that you're discerning Question mark. is the very book that tells you that it is more than enough for Question you to live your mark. Christian life. Question mark. Question mark. <laughs> no, but there are logical implications. No, for real. Because you're going to ask someone, how do you know that this man is, is, is deceitful? Mm. They're going to say, oh, I'm deceitful. Okay, some people will have some sort of mystical way to say, well, God told me, no, he didn't. Silent and dream. Your, your intrusive thought or not God's word. Every single time that God spoke in the Bible, it was emphat- emphatically clear. Mm. The text says, the Lord says. Mm. And what the Lord did not say, it was made very clear that he did not say. When David asked um, uh, the prophet Nathan, I mean, he never really asked. He kind of said, oh, I want to build a house for, uh, for, for the Lord. Mm. He kind of asked. And Nathan said, the Lord is surely with you. God literally came later and spoke to Nathan, mm. emphatically saying it wasn't David that was going to no, do it. It's Solomon. But Solomon. So when God speaks, he's undeniably clear. Mm. So God doesn't speak to you and you're somehow doubtful of what he says. That's right. Wow. Because when God wants to make uh, put a message across, there's no way for you you won't know. In fact, in Exodus 20, mm. when God gives his 10 commandments, he spoke to the whole nation of Israel. They were so afraid. These people, these, yeah. are, these are people that clearly heard God's heard word. Voice. They were so afraid. They literally told Moses, because we we fear death, you come and speak to us. We don't want to talk to him. Because they were literally hearing God speak, mm. giving his commandment. Mm. So if someone say, well, God told me, oh, ask yourself, really? So that's that's why when it comes to that language, God told me, mm. I find it so disturbing. I'd rather say, I'm, I'm impressed of I believe I'm being impressed upon my heart to do this. Mm. Or I'm being led to do this and saying God told me. Saying God told me is putting words in God's mouth. Mm. He most likely did not emphatically say. It's, it's, it's touchy. Because when you actually read the Old Testament, every single time God speaks, it comes to pass. it's without error, it's without confusion, and it's without doubt. Mm. The only person to whom, at least to my memory, that God spoke, and there was a lack of clarity in the beginning mm. was prophet Samuel when he was a kid. And the only reason why that happened was simply because Samuel never spoke to God before. 
God never spoke to him before. It was at the beginning of his ministry. So of course he was a kid. And the text already started by saying God was speaking really in those days. Yeah. The word of the Lord was And I believe it was Eli, right? That yeah, Eli. yeah. He literally had to ask Eli that was his voice. So was his voice. So it's not that he didn't hear God, he did hear God. Mm. It's just like he didn't know it was God. Mm. And these are unique instances. Yeah. So it's not like when God speaks, number one, it's not clear for you to be like, it's not clear for you to be like, hmm, is that really God? No. Mm. It's either he said it or he didn't. Mm. And number two, you will know what he says because God doesn't play with his word. That's, That's right. why if, if you read the book of Jeremiah, mm. false prophets were promising things God did not say. All the time. And they were severely punished for it. He slapped up Jeremiah oh. and they're like, no, 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 God didn't say that, man. So it's like, free. all of this to say, I mean, kind of, Went on a tangent. Because okay, wrap up lo- the sermon. Wrap it up. Man. A lot of people use that language as if, like, this is something we can just say for fun. Say Saying God just, told me this, mm. God told me that. We should be careful, bro. We should very be careful because that God doesn't play with His word. He, he esteems His word more highly than His name. That's what the Word of God says, and it's very important. Even as you you mentioned that, the fear of the Lord, not in a in a way of being afraid of God as you mentioned about the children of Israel but the fear of the Lord it brings an honor and a reverence and there, there's a there's a zeal of the Lord that will actually cause you to love his word yeah and to value his word and to obey his word even the difficult parts of it even the parts you don't understand yeah. you're not just gonna skim over it or interpret it your own way but you're actually gonna seek to understand what does it mean right the fear of the Lord It's so important And Now a, a lot of times We're so enamored by The outward appearance Of a lot of things We don't desire to Actually fear the Lord And to walk uprightly before him But The Lord is <laughs> As the Bible says Be sure that Your sins will find you out And it's very unfortunate A lot of times It's not during a lifetime of people We've seen it happen with other ministers of the gospel too it's like towards the end of their life then you hear they're doing this they're doing that people are like i never knew i was reading their books i was following their ministry but the truth always has a way of 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 revealing itself and god is a god of truth yeah so it's just it's crazy to me bro wrap up the sermon brother and then we'll we'll close at the end of the day i think everything that happened in this documentary whether it's true or false just shows one thing that God's word is true that's it, that's it. because the fact is the Bible warns of false prophet the Bible mm. warns of false teaching the Bible warns of false miracle mm. and the fact is the Bible clearly teaches in the last day many will be deceived by false signs and wonders that's right the Bible doesn't teach the opposite the Bible does not say in the last days there will be more great signs and wonders from the Lord mm. it's the very opposite mm. the Bible clearly teaches the last day will be full of deception errors false miracles false teaching a lot of false things that will deceive the church but christ clearly says in john chapter 10 a voice of, of a stranger they will not follow so if you're following a voice of a stranger and you do not know i pray that the lord brings you to repentance that's that's my honest prayer because true sheep don't follow the voice of a stranger that's it you'll know the difference and for me it's like i'd rather go to a church where there's such a high emphasis on God's word mm. that you don't have a lust for signs and wonders and these things that have absolutely nothing with salvation because guess what? You can't perform miracles and still go to hell. 
oh and, and that's what Jesus taught in Matthew 7 as harsh as it can be that's clearly what Jesus said that's it. Depart from me, I never knew you. Mm-hmm. Never means never. Not I knew at some point and then I forgot you. No. Never. I forgot you. I and the you. Greek word literally means never ever at any point. <laughs> so all of this to say, we should go back to a genuine love and affection for God's word. Mm-hmm. And to believe that it's enough for every single thing you need in your Christian life. That's right. Sometimes you don't know what to do between option A and B, it's fine. As long that go to God's word you pray you seek godly wisdom and guess what whether you choose point A or point B as long as you're not in sin as long as you're objectively you know you're not doing anything that by God's word mm. feel free to choose whatever you want at the end of the day God in his sovereignty will get his will done the Bible clearly says in Proverbs 16 many other plans of, the, of man but it's the purpose of the Lord that will come to pass mm. so Life doesn't happen as a result of solely what we do or we don't do. Life happens as a result of what God has sovereignly decreed. So whether or not you trust that you made a right choice or a wrong choice, God's will come to pass anyway. So in that process of seeing that it will come to pass, you might as well just be obedient and remain faithful to his word as much as you can. But when you start seeking for means outside of scripture, means outside of what God has clearly revealed, you open so much door for deception and my heart aches mm. for these people mm. in that documentary they really thought they were going there to chance. get something in fact some some of some of the girl mm. she said she was struggling with same-sex attraction yeah and that's why she wanted that's one of the reasons why she went and joined mm. tb justice ministry mm-hmm. and the fact is today she's still struggling with that sin mm-hmm. she wasn't even delivered i don't i don't think she well again i'm not gonna okay, make like, assumptions i don't know if she's what, she's a christian but see simple as that I don't even know this is someone that was under TB Joshua ministry for over 10 years Mm. a guy that supposedly performs signs and wonders delivers people Mm. this even proves that this theology of Christian having demons doesn't make any sense Mm. because think about it some people think homosexuality is is some sort of like demonic influence Mm. it's a sin but if you believe you need to cast out a demon to deliver that person my question is why didn't TB Joshua cast out that demon from time Mm. for it to be delivered for over 10 years what type of demon that is resisting so much it shows it, it show it's a sin issue Paul mm-hmm. clearly lists that in the sin in 1 Corinthians sin in 1 Corinthians 6 it said this this was some of some were some of you yeah. were such as well exactly some some such of you some were, of you, were yeah. such exactly so it's like it's a sin issue that has to be dealt with with prayer repentance and consecration to God's word because guess what it's a temptation yes, it is. just like being heterosexual mm. it's not because you're saved that those desires will go away that's it. you still have to fight them Every and, 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 and to mortify your flesh that's it mortify the deeds of the flesh so for me I see it as if God's word is surely enough you believe that the Holy Spirit is in you and is performing the work of sanctification so let it be so and live accordingly mm. stop striving for means outside of the boundaries of scripture mm. because you're gonna open yourself to end up in places that will harm you, you know. Spooky places. I live like that. <laughs> I live like that, my lord. Guys, we really hope that you you learn something. We hope that you are blessed by this podcast, and that you receive something that you can apply to your life as a as a believer in the Lord Jesus Christ. Seek His Word because the word that He speaks, it's spirit and it's life. 
and a lot of the things that we were seeking for will be disappointed to realize that it's not what it is. It's really not. It, it's really not what it is. The people that we think have answers and solutions, they're leading us more into bondage. Mm, so that's the word. Seek, seek God. Seek the Lord. Seek His word. Seek to understand what the Bible is saying. Because look around. It's coming to pass, whether we like it or not. Yes. <laughs> it's coming to pass. So we hope that you learned something and that this has been some food for thought, food for your spirit. Even if it's it's food that you don't like, even if it's some buckleys. You know what I mean? For real. Because some of us were we're spiritually sick and spiritually malnourished. But we need that buckleys. You know, for that little cough. <laughs> the yeah. buckleys will help you. And then next thing you know, trust me. You'll be blessed. You'll be blessed. So we hope that you continue to stay tuned to JM Squared. We have a lot more interesting, engaging conversation and topics that deal with society, but from the perspective of Christian orthodoxy, teaching correct doctrine. So you can continue to check out what we're doing on Instagram at JM Squared Podcast. You can also check us out on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts at JM Squared. And we want to ask you the question. What do you th- what did you think about this documentary? Have you checked it out? And what do you think about it? We would love to hear from you. Thank you so much for tuning in to JM Squared. And again, we hope and we pray that you've been blessed and that we'll catch you on the next episode. This is your boy Mark. This is your boy Joyson. And on behalf of Moses and the whole JM Squared team, we just want to say thank you and continue to keep it locked and loaded to JM Squared. We out of here. Peace. Peace. Listening to Jam Squared, Squared, Squared.